What's up, guys? It is NFL Week 12, and we're taking a look at the Sunday main slate here on DraftKings. This is your DraftKings Week 12 first look. And what we're going to do here is just go over the games, take a look at who's playing. Obviously, there's a big Thanksgiving slate in between, so we're just going to pay a little bit of attention to this one early in the week, and then we're going to get right back to it on the focus probably Friday afternoon after all those great um, Thanksgiving and that Friday game happen. But we're looking at the Sunday slate. There's a couple of really, really big offensive uh, potential explosions and a bunch of horrific, super low-scoring games to take a look at here. So we really have a... Uh, you know, a tale of haves and have-nots in NFL Week 12. Before I get too deep into that, I want to talk about and congratulate some of the big DFS Army winners from NFL Week 11. Check this out. This this came to me on Twitter. Uh, big Empty used the optimizer, 140,000. But what he didn't say in the initial post was, oh, so close, so close to a million. Just 0.8 uh, tenths of a point away from a million dollars. So congrats to the Big Empty, a.k.a. Don't Taste Me Bro, first for signing up at DFS Army and using the optimizer to absolutely smash. Now, here's the thing. Big Empty wasn't alone. Here's Slick Willie, 20K winner, says use the optimizer this week. And optimizer was obviously pumping out T-Law and all of uh, his uh, players this week. And it just continues more and more here. Um, check this out in the Minimax. Just, just who won the Minimax. First of all, the most exciting part about this is First, look at all these D DFS Army helmets. Um, most played, Sunglass Man, most played, absolutely killed it. Both most played 07 and Sunglass Man put up scores good enough to win the Millie Maker as well. That's the kind of fire that the optimizer was spitting out. This is just a this is just a taste of it. Here's another contest. J Real, Ryan, Star Lord's Dad. There's more in the top 10. And that is what these contests look like every single week, week after week. Not staff, subscribers. Why? Why does that happen? Why is it when you look at another site, it's their staff are posting their personal win, talking about how great their site is? This is the DFS Army difference. We are turning average Joes into DFS pros. We give you the tools, the platform, everything that's needed to absolutely compete on a level playing field. And that's the difference between DFS Army and other sites. And if you aren't signed up, Go check it out now. We, we cover every sport. NBA has been fire to start the season. We've got the Pick'em games in there as well on Sleeper and, and Prize Picks. And we've got a staff of pros just giving out tickets. Check it out. Promo code GEEK. Link in the description below to get signed up. If you don't like that, though, at least if you enjoy these breakdowns, make sure you subscribe to the GFS Army YouTube channel where we break it all down for you every single week. All right. Let's talk about the NFL Week 12 slate. and. I said it's a tail and have and have not. So we're going to go through some of these game tiles real quick just to just to give the um, the overview here. So um, basically, the slate starts out with Saints at the Falcons. Falcons uh, named Des Ritter the starter. So he's back, back again. Des is back. Wasn't great the first time. We'll see how it goes the second time. But um, Ritter going to start for the Falcons here. Low total game, 42 and a half. Nothing special there. Not excited about it. Really not excited about this game at all, to be honest. Um, I, I think the, the the regular, you know, the the powers that be are in play, but nothing super special going on there. Um, Steelers at the Bengals. Joe Burrow out for the season. So we got to kind of <laughs> got one of the lowest totals 
we're ever going to see on a slate here at 34.5. I don't really know what the effect of Burrow being out is, other than, of course, it kind of ruins Jamar Chase, of course, and and any of those pass catchers for the Bengals. This game is just disgusting. Um, maybe the Steelers' running game would be in play here as the Bengals sort of quit on the season. So maybe we'll take a look at Najee and and um, and, and Jalen Warren there. That's all I could really think of at the moment. 34-point um, totals are not games that we want to target in DFS. Um, continuing on, Panthers at the Titans. Another really ugly game, 37-point total. There's just nothing to like here. You can run on the Panthers, so I guess we might have to like keep our eye on Derrick Henry again because if you're going to win, you're probably running against them. So maybe, maybe Derrick Henry. But a 37-point total, again, nothing that we want to uh, get overly excited about this or any week. More gross games coming up. Bucks at the Colts. Um, you know, the Bucks are a team you could throw against, so Gardner Minshew, I guess, uh, carries a little bit of weight. Colts, you can run on them, so, you know, Rashad White will be interesting there. Um, I think the powers that be are in play in this game. Nothing special, 43.5-point total, but I think, you know, Mike Evans... Rashad White on the on the Bucks Colts side. I think all the powers that be. Jonathan Taylor, um, not not the best matchup for running game uh, against the Bucks, but I don't care. It's Jonathan Taylor and and of course um, you know Pittman slash Downs or whoever um, they are rolling out at this point at wide receiver would be interesting. Patriots Giants another gross one thirty. This is the lowest. I mean 32, 34, 33. What the hell is going on here with these game totals? Stay away, stay away. Then we have the first. Boner alert of the slate Jaguars at the Texans, two great teams that team great together. Uh oh, boner alert. That's the game. Uh, Texans have been producing tournament winning uh, players across their whole spectrum from uh, Singletary, who will be in a less good spot this week against an elite. Jaguars rush defense, but also, you know, Tank Dell and Nico Collins is back. And maybe, maybe even Noah Brown will be back for this one. Dalton Schultz on the Jaguar side. We got the big game last week from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Calvin Ridley went bananas. Jaguars have studs all up and down their roster. Uh, Travis Etienne. So lots of goods to come from this game. And that will be one we focus on. Um, Browns at the Broncos. Another 35-pointer. This feels like a big slate, but it's really not. There's only three games or four games that have any kind of interest for me. So I think we're going to kind of be able to narrow down our player pool really, really well here. Browns, Broncos, what are we playing from this? Uh, I don't know. Ford? That's it? Maybe nothing? Um, all right, so next we've got Rams at the Cardinals. 44-point total. I'm not sure why the spread isn't showing here. I guess maybe Stafford? Might be banged up. I'm, I'm not really sure why a spread isn't showing here, but 44-point total. I would assume the Rams will be favored here by, I don't know, my guess would be on the road, minus three. Let's throw a little guess out there on the spread. I'm going to say Rams minus three. Um, if Stafford's out, though, you know, throw that out. I don't know that he was supposed to be out, but I don't know why the spread's not showing. Um, that'll be an interesting one. Um, you know, again, 44 and a half point total. You can get some plays from this game. Puka, Nakua, now that um, Cup is gone, will be back in the mix. And and the big one is Kyron Williams coming back for the Rams. I love that spot against a Cardinals team that is not very good against the run. So I think we're going to get some goodness from the Rams, assuming that, you know, there's no issues with Stafford or anything. We'll see about that. And then um, on the Cardinals side, more of the same, just Kyler Murray kind of getting his way back into playing shape. So I do like that game. 
Um, another game, surprisingly lower total than I was expecting here, but massive favored Chiefs taking on an AOC-led Raiders team at the Raiders. 44-point total. Chiefs uh, offense certainly in play here. Pieces from the Raiders be okay as well. So this is a game that we can um, uh, certainly pay attention to. And finally, we get another... Now, I'm going to... I saved... I saved the, the game of the week, of course, for this Jaguars-Texans game. But Bills-Eagles is also an exciting game. Um, I'm not going to get crazy. We're not going to bring Rihanna up on the screen for this one. But um, this is also a good one, 47.5 point total. Eagles at home. Uh, you know, the Bills coming off the win. But the Bills have sort of just been a disappointing team this year. They need these wins. They want to make the playoffs. They don't have any more time to fuck around. If they keep fucking around, they might just find out. And they don't want to find out. So they don't want to fuck around anymore. So the Bills will need to um, step up and play well in this one. So there'll be some uh, goodness coming from this game as well. All right. Let's get into the lineup look or the first look here. And we're going to go through each position group here on DraftKings and just kind of see who stands out. Let's see what some of these salaries are. Any bargains hanging around? We're going to find out. But before I do all of that, if you could do me this favor, Hit that like button if you're enjoying this video. Subscribe to the channel. And again, if you want to sign up at DFS Army, get signed up as a VIP. Go do it now. It covers everything. $79.99 a month. Take 10% off promo code GEEK. Covers everything you do in DFS. You don't have to buy a separate optimizer. You don't have to buy a separate Proptimizer to play on prize picks or sleeper now. It's all in one. Breakdowns, cheat sheets, note, opt notes, optimizer, uh, Discord, one of the most active discords in the industry by far. We are talking DFS nonstop, and our staff is in the actually in the discord. Can you believe it? Talking, talking slates and breakdowns with the people. That's why we win. All right, so let's get into this one. Um, right at the top of the list here, Jalen Hurts, always a good play. Always a good play. Every slate he runs, does his thing. So love Jalen Hurts there. Um, Pat Mahomes, big favorite on the road, uh, 8,200, a little pricey, um, but also, you know, has that big upside. So, of course, Mahomes and Hurts are going to be um, teams that we're focused on this week. I normally don't like to stack Mahomes that much, just keeping it real. I I, I don't think he's been in, maybe once so far this season, he's been a tournament winner. It's fine, but it's hard to know who to stack him with. Usually, Kelsey and Mahomes together is just so expensive, and, and the rest of them are, you know, they just spread the football around quite a bit. Um, Josh Allen. At Philly, sure. Eagles are going to be scoring. Question is, will Buffalo be able to answer? If they're doing it, it's probably with the help of Josh Allen. So, of course, he's going to be in play. We're going to build some lineups around that. And here he is, C.J. Stroud, all the way up into the stratosphere um, in terms of salary up there with the big dogs. And C.J. Stroud is pretty much locked in at this point. I think he's, he's, he's galloping ahead of even uh, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. At this point in Dynasty, you're like, is there a guy you want more than CJ Stroud in Dynasty fantasy football right now? You know, maybe these three hurts Mahomes and Allen, but that's about it. That's about it for me. So um, we got CJ Stroud up there. Uh, Kyler Murray against the Rams. Sure, why not? I want to see what Kyler Murray did last week. Like he's just he's just kind of yeah, 22, 18. He's just been been who he's been it's actually that's what Kyler Murray is uh, let's see how many runs he had so I do like that he had some elevated rushes 
uh, last week, and he's finally kind of 51 yards, seven rushing attempts. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 not bad. That's not bad. That's about what you're hoping to see out of Kyler. So hmm, got to do a little bit more with the arm, Kyler. Uh, still a little rusty out there. Or maybe maybe he's not rusty. That's just who kind of Kyler always was. So I don't even know if it's rusty. I just think that's Kyler, right? Um, Trevor Lawrence finally had the breakout, and this is where I'm going this week. Lawrence coming off of the breakout in NFL Week 11 finally got it done because Calvin Ridley finally got it done. Um, he ran for two touchdowns, which is definitely not something that you should ever expect or or expect at all to see again. And and actually, his passing totals were not that different from what he's been doing all season long. So basically, what happened last week with T Law is. He just did the same thing he's doing via the pass all season long. Got the second touchdown, but added in a couple of rushing touchdowns. And that pushed that number from like the 20s or 22s that he's been getting up uh, to a 30. So I play him here. It's just an elevated offense spot across the board. Now, he is definitely at risk of losing touchdown equity to Travis Etienne. So keep it in mind with uh, Lawrence but I just don't like paying up that high. Let's see if anybody cheaper pops up, but I don't like paying up in the first look for a quarterback. And there's Stafford. He's fine. Like, I know he took a couple of big hits last week, but I don't understand why they don't have the spread going in that game on uh, BetMGM. So I don't know. Maybe it's early in the week. Derek Carr here is always a no. Baker Mayfield is pretty much always a no. Uh, from a fantasy perspective for me, uh, terrible game for Russell Wilson. Levis, no. Browning, Tommy DeVito, no. So effectively, uh, I'm going to say the cheapest viable QB on this slate is actually Trevor Lawrence. I guess that I guess that makes it easy. I'm, uh, you know what? You know what? Gardner Minshew. There we go. So I think Gardner Minshew down here actually has some some like silly for the milly, super cheap punt QB appeal. So I'll, I'll throw Gardner Minshew in the mix there. But, you know, for up from there, it's just ugly. It's just ugly. And then here you go. You got Lawrence. And then, you know, if we don't want to play Lawrence, you got to go Kyler. And if it's not Kyler, it's one of the 8K guys. So that is sort of how NFL Week 12 main slate sets up. And it makes sense because if you look at these game tiles, there's like three or four games uh, slash teams that really, really pop. And the rest of it looks horrific. So um, continuing on, let's talk about the running backs in NFL Week 12. Um, top of the list, Alvin Kamara. What the hell? What the hell is he doing all the way up here? I don't get it, but Alvin Kamara, 8,400. You know, he's been great on the year, seven targets, so he gets a lot of passing game work, and that's, that's really uh, nice, but he's not been a touchdown machine throughout his career. It's just not who he's been. And 8,400 is just like way higher than what Kamara normally sits at. He's normally about a $6,500, maybe up to 7K type running back. So this just doesn't sit well for me. Um, he's having a good year, and that's great. And it's appropriate against his fantasy points per game. And if they keep throwing to him at that level, I guess it's fine. But it seems a little spendy to me. Um, Saquon Barkley coming off of, I think, what was his best game of the year. 14 carries. Um, Just had a nice little game for the Giants. And I think they will have to continue to rely heavy on him um, in every game especially with Tommy D at, at QB, this is a good spot against New England at home and, and all of that. So I like Saquon Barkley here 
No problems there at all. And I do not mind going to that. Travis Etienne in a spectacular spot. Not going to pair him up with Lawrence, but I think you kind of almost want like Etienne. You want pieces of the Jaguars in your lineup this week. I don't care if it's Lawrence in a pass catcher or if you want to go Etienne. You want a piece of that in your lineups this week. So going to leave with Lawrence, but going to mention, you know, give a nod, a little hat tip to Travis Etienne. What I try to do in these breakdowns, though, keep in mind is I try to find the value. So I'm trying to find some of the cheaper, lower cost options that we can get away with. So just keeping that in mind as we do this breakdown. A lot of other ones I want to talk about here. Um, Jonathan Taylor finally kind of taking over the full workload for the Colts. 23 carries less. No, no targets, but the targets will come. Um, I like Taylor. I, I know that the, the thing with the Bucs is the Bucs are really good uh, against the run. So it's not a good matchup on paper for Jonathan Taylor, but he's Jonathan Taylor and he's 6,900 still underpriced for the role. And I do think Gardner Mitchell will throw to him. So I like that spot a little bit. Um, Deandre Swift. Let's take a look at what he did last week. 18 carries 43, not, not a whole lot of um, yardage, but he continues. He at this point is getting all the work and actually Buffalo is a team. You do want to attack via the run. So I'll go back to Swift here. I don't, I'm not going to use it for this lineup, but I think he's in play. Um, Josh Jacobs coming off another mediocre week and, and we might see more of these mediocre weeks than, than we do the big weeks out of Jacobs. Um, he still hasn't really, he's never justified this price. I, you know, at, at 6,700, you need like a 26. He's just not getting there. Um, that team just doesn't score enough. Now uh, I don't, I don't see it here. So um, he's fine in the mix, but nothing special. Kyron Williams should be back this week off of IR. I like Kyron Williams. I like this. I like the matchup for running backs. When Kyron was playing, he was getting all the work. Um, he's even got seven targets and 10 targets in consecutive games. So they do throw to him. He can catch a pass. There's nothing he really can't do. So Kyron Williams is going to be in my mix for sure. Bijan Robinson also. Um, finally, finally finally got some work against Arizona, put up an acceptable but not great number, still not justifying the $6,500 price tag, but it's coming. It's coming. We might go back to him. We'll see. Um, Derrick Henry, on paper, one of the best plays um, this week. It is wild. He's down to 6400 finally appropriately priced, which I like. And um, Derrick Henry does good in good matchups for running backs where his team is winning. Will his team, I think his team's going to be in this game the whole freaking time. Um, is he dust? Yes. But the Titans just run a, a style of offense where if they're down by the goal line, if they could just get there, um, Derrick Henry is in there to smash it home. So I'm going to plug in Derrick Henry, little Novhem Henber, little Novhember. Remember that where Henry gets better in the cold Novhember. So we'll plug in some Derrick Henry, old man, Henry. He's still got it. I say he's still got it. Maybe not. We'll see. Isaiah Pacheco, sure. Um, not, not, never a ton of upside with with Pacheco, but he is. You know, he's he's got the he's got the job. He's got the job. He's the main guy over there. So playable. Um, Cook against the Eagles. That's that's a mess situation for me. Um, Rashad White against the Colts. Yeah, Rashad. He who gets many targets. That's his Native American name. He who gets many targets. That is Rashad White. Um, he gets a lot of targets, and that's something you like. That that just keeps the floor so high. Like it doesn't. He doesn't get a lot of ceiling games, and he needs about twenty four fantasy points. He rarely gets that amount. But this is not. You know, the matchup is less 
is that's not bad. The, the Colts really are not particularly good against the run. They're going to throw to White. I like it. I'm going to plug him in here as my RB2 for this first look. There are other running backs, though, that are still exciting on this slate. So I'm going to mention a few more before we move on here. I mean, Devin Singletary, big week last week was a core play for me. Um, you know, you love it when the cores come through, guys. 22 and a half, 4X salary. Got the flame emoji last week. And now he gets the price bump up to 6K. We might see Pacheco or Damian Pierce come back. There could be some negatives, but the main negative for me with Singletary, Jacksonville has been really good against the run this year. So I kind of want to go not with Singletary this week, if possible. Connor, yeah, why not? Again, not a big week um, in particular for Connor, but he continues to get all the work and, and that's all you could really ask for. At some point that will return results, but just hasn't done it yet. Um, Ramondre, Stevenson. I just think the Giants always have uh, the the Colts always have a Q tag on their players. He could pop. He could pop back in twenty carries in his most recent game against the Colts. Again, talking about that Colts game, Rashad White. Look at what um, Stevenson did: twenty carries, eighty-eight yards, got a bunch of catches there. Didn't get in the end zone, but if he does, um, he puts up a big score. So, um, looking for good things out of White, but Stevenson's playable. Um, Javante Williams, not really Ford. Yes. Uh, playable Ford is the focal point of the rushing offense. Didn't do a whole lot this past week, but you know, he's in the game at the goal line and I do like Ford, uh, once again, not, not a prime play, but somebody who will be in the mix. Um, Jalen Warren, I talked about him as well. Uh, Cincinnati, probably a dead team. So these running backs for the Steelers are going to be playable, but nothing I'm super excited to use. That's about it. It is early in the week. There could be injury news that pops up throughout the week here that, that creates some other values. Um, that's why we do this as an early look. Just get a feel for the slate. But of course, we'll be back throughout the week here on the DFS Army YouTube channel um, You know, with additional breakdowns. A uh, little, little note of programming, let's call it. We're probably going to focus Thanksgiving slate for the rest of the week in terms of content and then come back to this on Friday evening with Tournament Tactics where I'll have Burns and Bobby Wow together, and we'll talk about, uh, we'll get back into this NFL Week 12 main slate on Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to the DFS Army YouTube channel here so you get notifications whenever we drop these videos. Um, we drop a lot of videos, so you want to watch them. You want to watch them while they're hot. Um, okay. Let's go to the wide receiver position for NFL Week 12. And right at the top, of course, we'll just go through some of these names here, but um, Antonio Brown has has been fired this year, just um, really, really just getting a ton of targets and and become the focal point of this offense. Look at these results. 19.6, 36, 32, 23, 21, 41. Every week, he's just been doing it week after week. It's At some point, you got to accept that uh, A.J. Brown is one of the, I mean, he is the stud, and he's priced appropriately at 9K on this slate. Um, Stefan Diggs, quite the opposite. Has done anything in weeks. Has had some bad matchups. Uh, you know, maybe it'll swing back around to him, but he kind of seems like um, a scarier play. And and for me, somebody I'll probably only pair up with Josh Allen. He's not somebody I want to just use as a standalone. Cooper Cup got hurt last week. I'm gonna assume he's out. Um, Devontae Adams just not doing it uh, with AOC at the helm. Even like his best game here, 21 you got to get 32 at 7,800. He's still too expensive 
even even yes, he is the focal point of the passing offense, but it's just a bad quarterback that can't produce a, a wide receiver that is worthy of an 8K price tag so far. Could change, sure, but for now, that is what we're seeing. Uh, Puka, Puka without Cup in there is is gold. I would like to get Puka into this line. I'm going to plug him in because that's somebody I really want in this lineup. I like this Rams-Arizona game as sort of a secondary stack type uh, thing. So I'm going to throw him in here and see if we can afford it as we continue on. Uh, Mike Evans, yes, playable here. Um, uh, I'm going to probably use him in build-arounds, but definitely a playable guy. Thielen, I want to see what Thielen did this past week, but Thielen is not somebody that, yeah, he's still getting, he's getting all the targets. Frank Reich took over um, the play calling duties this past week. And, and you see it here, 11 targets, eight receptions. He's got a really high floor. Thielen's been great, but I'm not sure he can smash value in this. You know what? I do think he could do it. So I like Thielen a lot. Actually, I'm thinking about it. Tennessee, you want to throw against them. They've been terrible against just wide receivers in general. I, I think this is a week where maybe Thielen can get there, even with uh, a terrible uh, quarterback situation. Um, Devontae Smith at 7,100 is rarely worth um, targeting. Here's Tank Dell. I mean, coming off of another big game, and he has now overtaken Nico Collins as the more expensive player on uh, Houston. It's, you know, this is a, either one of these guys. They're they're both having big games week after week. Ten targets last week for Tank Dell. Uh, Collins, not so good, but still, oh, yeah, 11 targets didn't result in, in as many points, but that's going to go back and forth. This is 1A and 1B, and I, I like them both. Um, it's hard to choose between these guys, so keep that in mind. Godwin, 6,300. Eh. Higgins, no. Hopkins, no. Ridley, there we go. So we've got Lawrence in this lineup. We're going to have to play one of Ridley or Kirk. Ridley had the big week last week. Um, nine targets, seven reset. Finally, finally catching passes. 34 fantasy points. That's why everybody won the tournaments last week. Because Ridley was massively projected. and uh, Lawrence was massively projected this week for DFS Army. And if you ran the optimizer... All of your lineups like kind of started Lawrence to Ridley, and that's what won. So uh, you can see how the results go when you nail the projections. And we don't nail it every single week, but when we do, people win $10,000, $20,000, million. Like that's what happens here at the FS Army. So you really got to get signed up. No other site is like it. I promise you they're all not like this. So um, check it out. We get constantly like, I was a member of this and that, and I can't believe how different it is here. And that's what it is. We teach our, our members how to use these tools and we use approaches and techniques that are repeatable. It's we want to create winners because that's how we market. That's how we get ourselves out there. People ask, why would you give away your, your best plays? Why do you have a discord? Why are you sharing um, tricks of the trade? It's because this is what we do. That's how we grow the site. That's how we get people to sign up and say, Hey, give us a look, check us out. I know there's these other sites that have big names and, and big, um, big names there, or, or these, these hired guns that come in and they, they show you all their big wins and everything. Um, and you never see their members winning. And, and that's just a different approach to DFS. We really want our members to win and that's how we market ourselves. So, um, come check us out again. Um, if you would like to, level up your game. Um, all right. Continuing on through the wide receiver position. Yeah. Ridley's right there. I think I'm going to plug in Ridley, go right back to it. But Christian Kirk is just as good. It doesn't really matter. I do not differentiate between those two. Um, we're starting to run out of salary. So I'm just going to keep talking through the wide receiver position. Um, one of the challenges of doing the first look is it's usually early in the week where we haven't necessarily identified like 
the really great pay down options. There are some injuries that happen that present opportunities early in the week. You don't always really see those, but later in the week, we will um, kind of figure those out. Hopefully. So last week, one of one of my guys was K Shack, as you guys saw on the tournament tactics and, you know, took one pass, but he absolutely broke the slate as, slate as well. So um, those things do pop up later in the week. Um, Cooper, no. Myers, no. Kirk, yes. Um, Rishi Rice. Let's see what he does on Monday night. All right. Let's see. Let's see what happens before before I make a decision on him um, as his his week 11 game has not played yet as I am recording this. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, it seems pricey at 5,500. No, I like Courtland Sutton, but not this matchup. Bad matchup, bad game. Um, Davis is, uh, you know, tournament only. Um, Marquise Brown. Yeah, the volume's not there yet. It's going to come. It's going to happen. Has not been there yet. It's, go it's coming. Um, don't feel safe with it. Probably more of a guy I'm going to save for my Kyler Murray lineups at this point. But at some point, that volume's going to get there. Um, Drake London does get a lot of good volume um, in this Falcons offense. So at 5K, he's definitely somebody who's going to be in my mix. Um, Deontay Johnson in the mix against Cincinnati, a dead team. Um, so, yeah, he should be in the mix. Josh Downs in the mix uh, against Tampa. I, do, I actually kind of like that spot against Tampa. As long as he's healthy. Um, you know, if you look at his games with Godner Minshew, a couple of really um, heavy, heavy targeted games. And then, of course, some not so heavy targeted games. But there are a few really heavy target games in there. Um, let's see. Pickens. Yeah. Yeah. Tournament mix. Boyd. No. Noah Brown, if he comes back, maybe. I don't hate uh, Demario Douglas either as a punt play here against Giants defense. Um, don't even know who the quarterback for the Patriots is going to be. Let's see, 2-2 Atwell now with Cooper Cup out can come back into interest. Let's see what he was doing earlier in the season. Yeah, I mean, if you look at earlier in the season before Cup was hurt, 2-2 Atwell was getting a lot of targets. So I'm going to plug him in as well to this first look. I want to keep looking here, and I don't like that we have Puka and 2-2, two Rams players. So we're going to have to maybe make a swap of one of these two. But I just wanted to kind of plug him in there because I like that value and I do think he is somebody of interest. Zay Jones. I don't think he played this. He did play. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know, who's making it in here. So why not pair up Lawrence with Zay Jones? There we go. Ridley and Jones. And, and this could just as well be Kirk and Zay Jones, but I'm going to play Lawrence. Let's bring in Zay Jones. I'm actually going to switch out Puka for a piece from Houston now. As well, I wanted to sort of um, kind of see how this was coming together. I'm going to flip flip in Nico Collins so we can get a little bit of correlation going in this lineup. We got Lawrence, Ridley, Zay, bring back of Collins. Could be Dank Dell, same thing. Same thing to me. No difference. Um, let's plug in a defense. And there's a lot of great ones to choose from, obviously. So let's go through it. Um, I don't want to go through the whole... Defense, I just want to kind of find a inexpensive, viable defense, if possible. So, you know, starting at the very bottom, uh, no, Texans, probably not. I mean, you could play them, but they don't. game doesn't stand out. Buffalo doesn't stand out. Raiders, no. Rams at Arizona, probably not, not excited about it. Eagles at home. 
maybe against Buffalo. You know, GPP only kind of spots here. Um, Atlanta at home, no. Uh, you know, Arizona at home. Again, these are tournament only. Those are not good spots. They're just sort of, you could play it, I guess. Spots, not really good. KC, I think, is in play uh, against the Vegas team that might have to start throwing with a rookie, inexperienced quarterback. Um, Panthers can be used, I guess. Broncos can definitely be used at home against Cleveland. New England at the Giants, sure, why not? So, I mean, they start to get really good here. New England, um, you could play, where's Pittsburgh, right? Get them in there. So the Steelers, they do stand out, but I'm not trying to pay all the way up, but I do like they're going up against Browning or whoever the quarterback's going to be for the Bengals at this point. A lot of very, very uh, playable spots in this mid-range here. So I'm just going to drop in. Who are we going to go with here? Um, how about, yeah, we'll we'll drop in Denver at home, taking on Cleveland and their, um, you know, backup QB crew. So let's drop uh, Denver in there. We've got a tight end spot and a flex spot still to fill out. Let's go to the TE spot here real quick and, and we'll get that figured out and then jump back over to flex. Um, so Travis Kelsey, always good with Mahomes. It's probably the only way I like to play him direct with Mahomes. Um, Dalton Schultz, part of this game that we're sort of got a nice little stack going around. I don't want to necessarily like over force it here, but Schultz in play. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, I think is one of my favorites of the week. Uh, you know, Buffalo's just had to focus on, on him a little bit. The salary has come up maybe to an uncomfortable level. Uh, let's see if he's even come close to justifying this. I mean, he needs about a 23. He's been getting these 17s and 16s and 15s. So he's right there in terms of making value. He'll have to do something unusual though, to make value against that salary level. Um, Taysom Hill is just like not priced correctly. Dallas Goddard is out, or at least it was out. Let's see if he's going to be back. Fracturing his forearm. Um, yeah, he's out. So actually that kind of makes Eagles players, you know, I don't know who the backup tight end is for the Eagles. I don't think I'm going there, but interesting. Um, Trey McBride can go right back to it. Go right back to Trey. Um, seven more targets, nine targets. So these are the two Kyler Murray games, and they both feature... Tons of targets to Trey. If you can get seven to nine targets for any player around, any player around 5K, that's a good amount of targets. Um, Evan Ingram hasn't had the big year, but certainly playable with Trevor Lawrence if we wanted to drop one of these other guys. So that will be in my Trevor Lawrence mix uh, for sure. Pitts, a good matchup against New Orleans. Um, Des Ritter back. I, I don't know what that means. You know, Jonas Smith right up there as well. Um, let's see if anybody else is popping uh, Kate Otten down here, Dolchich, Patty Fryermuth, Patty the Muth, and Dan Bellinger. So let's go with the cheapest viable tight end that I can think of, which is Pat Fryermuth, right? He's he's really inexpensive, and we could kind of get stud in the last spot here. Let's see if I want the stud. But of course. This is just giving us options. I can pay all the way down to 2900 at tight end with Firemouth, or we can sort of come up to this 5K range. We've got um, Schultz and Kincaid hanging out and Trey McBride, and they're all good spots. Every one of them is certainly in play. Let's see what this lineup looks like 
with the 8,700 with, with uh, 8,700 left for the flex. Um, I don't like these players at all. I mean, get to Puka down here. If we got to 9K, that'd be another story. Get Antonio Brown in there. That'd be kind of cool. But um, at this point, it, it gets us back onto Puka. So that's going to save a thousand. And let's see here. First of all, all right, two ways to do this. Calvin Ridley can go down to Christian Kirk. Okay. And then we get all the way up to Antonio Brown. I kind of like it. I'm going to leave it like this, but obviously if I wanted to leave in, if I wanted to leave in Calvin Ridley, if we go back to Ridley and I'll just show a different way to do this. I like to show a few different ways because in reality, that's really what we're doing. I'll throw Puka in over here or even Kyron Williams. Like there's so many good spots here for the flex. If we uh, go down to Kyron Williams, we've got Puka up top. Tank Dell uh, can be put in here for a double stack. We can do Collins and Dell. But what I was thinking was go down to Puka. And then from here, we can kind of get up to, I mean, I kind of like Firemuth. I actually don't even want to pull him out. But what we can do from there is upgrade either the WR2 spot, get off of Zay Jones and kind of throw even a Drake London in there, uh, Deontay Johnson, um, Downs, like so many other good spots there. It'll it'll lower some of our correlation, but so what? You don't only have to correlate, or we can apply this 1100 and sort of pay up at Oh, there we go. A little Saquon Barkley action like that. So a lot of different ways to build it for NFL week 12. Remember, to you know, we have some focus games to build around, some games to avoid. So I think this is going to be another really fun week. If you're not signed up at the FS Army, go do it now. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Hit that notification bell, and I will see you on the next one. Good luck this week, everybody.